Hello, everyone. Welcome back uh, to Capes and Japes. Uh, happy, uh, happy belated Juneteenth. Happy belated Father's Day. Happy belated Solstice. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, happy very belated all of those things. Unless you're listening to this in the future on one of those days. Yeah, you just timed this perfectly somehow. Uh, congratulations. Uh, we have, uh, I think we mentioned who we're talking about this week, but even if we didn't, um, you probably could have guessed that we did Magneto and then Wanda. Um, so we are going to talk about, uh, Pietro Maximoff, uh, Quicksilver, the twin brother of, uh, Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, um, and the son of Magneto, except for, uh, recently when they decided he wasn't anymore. <laughs> uh, super weird. Uh, played, uh, so I would say fairly unmemorably in, uh, Age of Ultron, and somewhat more memorably in the recent X-Men films, possibly the most memorable part of the X-Men films that he's in. Um, because I don't think I remember anything else that happened in Days of Future Past, except Quicksilver Go Fast, and it's good. Quicksilver Go Fast, and also Magneto My Dad? Magneto? Magneto Me Dad? Um, I remember less about Apocalypse, except for Quicksilver Go Fast again. I... Don't even remember that much about Apocalypse. He did go fast again. I remember Oscar Isaac Blue? Oscar Isaac Blue. Uh, Cody Smith McPhee plays Nightcrawler and doesn't get to do anything. Oh no. Um, oh no, so sad. Um, I didn't see Dark Phoenix, so somebody tells me if Quicksilver shows up and goes fast in it. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're not... Spending the whole episode talking about this. Um, we are talking about <laughs> the comic book history of Quicksilver. Um, I wouldn't put it past us, though, with how tired we are right now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're both, listen, it has, uh, it's been a time. It's been a few weeks. We're both very tired people. Um, and also, I, uh, stayed up way too late last night. Not of my own volition. <laughs> Womp womp. Still woke up at five, though. Hmm. No good. Simply no good. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, if we spend the whole episode trying to remember things that happened uh, <laughs> in the recent X-Men films, sometimes that's just how it goes, baby. Um, but I'm gonna try and talk about some stuff uh, that happens with Quicksilver. Um... So Quicksilver, uh, shows up, uh, is introduced at the same time that, uh, the Scarlet Witches. Um, obviously they are twins. They share a backstory. Um, I'm still gonna go over it in case you are listening. You just want to hear about Quicksilver and you don't want to listen to the Wanda Maximoff episode. Um, but for... A lot of their, uh, history, especially early on, they do show up together. Um, 
But so, uh, Pietro is also introduced as initially a, uh, somewhat reluctant member of Magneto's Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Um, there largely because, uh, his sister, uh, Wanda owes Magneto, or at least feels like she owes Magneto a debt, um, for saving her life. Um, and to be fair, Magneto is pretty explicitly like, you owe me a debt for saving your life. So I can understand where that feeling comes from. Uh, and Pietro does not feel indebted to Magneto, um, but is not going to leave his sister. Um, which is, I would say, one of the defining traits of Pietro's character, uh, is his attachment to and protectiveness of Wanda. Um, which, I mean, like, tracks, uh, I mean, obviously, because they're siblings and they're very close and they've had, you know, a fairly traumatic life where for a lot of it all they had was each other. Um, and also, like, kind of plays into, like, uh, Wanda's initial personality being portrayed as, like, kind of, like, docile and, like, uh, you know, a little withdrawn. Um, it has the unfortunate effect of, uh, the problem with Wanda being that, uh, a lot of the time men make decisions for her, um, a lot of the times Pietro is, like, the man making that decision. Um, which is a bummer, cause, like, I love, uh, I love sibling stories, I love, like, twin stories, I love, like, you know, protective sibling dynamics. I'm just, like, just a little, just a little less sexism in it. Just tone down the sexism a little bit, please. Um, just please, 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 please. We don't ask just, for much. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit more. Please, please agency for women. Just little, little agency as a treat. Um, but, uh, so he has, uh, the same, uh, frequently retconned backstory as, Wanda, um, which is that, uh, they were raised, uh, in, uh, on Mount Wondegore, uh, in the fictional Marvel country of Transia, um, under, sort of under the eye of the High Evolutionary, uh, an evil dude who creates, like, a bunch of, uh, uh, human-animal cross-people- furries. He just makes furries. Um, uh, but primarily raised by one of, uh, one of his furries, uh, a cow woman named Bova. Um. Come on. <laughs> They're all like this. I don't know what to tell you. Um. In, like, the, uh, the 70s, uh, it was 
implies that uh, they were the children of a Golden Age hero named the Wizard. Again, very bad, very bad name for your superhero. Just, um, but uh, that, you know, I think just because of the association of Pietro also having uh, super speed powers. Um, and then that was, uh, retconned as, like, uh, they just, uh, it was, like, Bova, like, tried, uh, tried to be, like, oh, these are your kids, um, so that, uh, (laughs) the wizard would raise these children, um, and then he was, like, oh, fuck, and he ran away very fast. I love um, the idea of trying to magpie your children off on people. Editor's note, I was thinking of the cuckoo. This is what, this is their whole childhood. It's just like, <laughs> the, just like being like passed around. Um, no, no, this is your child. Look, he goes fast. Oh, where'd you go? But- Oh, beans, you went fast away. Um, Look how fast this baby can crawl. Yeah. Um, so, later on, um, it's, uh, revealed that actually, so initially, uh, it's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, the wizard's wife uh, Miss America went to Mount Wondegore to give birth, and she died in childbirth, and, like, you know, maybe these are, uh, his children. But they're not. Um, and then it's revealed that, uh, Magneto's, uh, former wife, a Romani woman named Magda, um, was also pregnant when she, uh, left Magneto because he was doing some, you know, kind of scary shit, uh, and, uh, went to Mount Wondegore and gave birth, uh, to twins. Um, so, for most of their, uh, Pietro and Wanda's existence, at least, like, the most kind of, like, significant, like, parts of this character development, it's like, oh, they're Magneto's kids. And then, uh, you know, Bova ended up, uh, handing them over to this, uh, other Romani couple to raise. Um, and then, uh, so they grow up thinking that, uh, that couple, uh, is their parents. Um, and then, uh, their adopted dad, Django Maximoff, uh, has basically, like, the whole village come after him, uh, for stealing some bread, um, and the twins have to run away, um, and then they live on their own for a while until, uh, their powers manifest and Magneto ends up rescuing them from a separate angry mob, um... There's so many angry mobs in X-Men. There's so... God, they love an angry mob. Um, I was... While I was researching Wanda last week, one of, like, the, uh, articles I found had, like, a panel from, like, the Maximoff, like, childhood flashback. And it was, like, 
captions like, Wanda and Pietro flee from the third Eastern European lynch mob of their childhood. Ugh. Boy, oh boy. They just love, they love a mob in, in those X-Men comics. They're like, hmm, what better way to show that people hate mutants than a mob? Just angry mob. Just an That's, a- we're angry, angry mob. We're going to use an angry mob to show anything. Just all all emotions. Um, So that was that. Uh, and then, again, when Avengers Age of Ultron was coming out, uh, and Marvel Studios technically, like, didn't have the license for uh, mutants and or X-Men associated characters... Because they sold those to Fox to make the make the X Men movies. Weirdly, they revealed that uh, Magneto was not their dad after all. Um, Interesting. Yes, that in fact they were. To make it more confusing, they're not the biological children of the couple who raised them. Um, but that couple the biological children of Django Maximoff's sister. Um so why I think not? they wanted to why not, right? Why not just like throw that in the mix? So they were still still have never once in any of these incarnations been raised by their biological parents. Um they did they wanted I think they wanted to do a thing with having like uh Wanda's like they wanted to do some stuff with, like, Wanda's biological mom and having her, like, also be, like, a witch. Um, and I'm guessing that would have been kind of hard to, like, fit in to the backstory they'd established. Um, no, you could just secretly, does... secretly be a witch. It's fine. Just a secret witch. Um, it does make things so confusing. Um... And I'm also not sure, like, in this case, what happened with Magda. I'm sure that's explained. It probably was explained in something I read and I just forgot about it because it was all so confusing. Um, but I don't know if she, like, still had twins and, I don't know, they died or they got, like, handed off to somebody else. I don't think so, because then Magneto would be looking for more kids that he has, um, (laughs) to have a tumultuous relationship with. Uh, I love the idea that Magneto's like, oh, I found my children, and then there's, like, two completely normal children just, like, (laughs) chilling with metal powers, just not doing anything (laughs) except charging their phones with it. They're just having a great time just, like, occasionally making, like, a Nintendo Switch float across the room because they're too lazy to go get it. Yeah. (laughs) They're doing good. They're doing fine, Eric. You don't need to talk to them. They went to college. Oh my god. They're just, they're really doing great. Um, so, all of those very confusing explanations... Aside, what ultimately happens is that, uh, Pietro and Wanda, uh, run away. They, like, wander Europe on their own for a while, basically. Um, 
their uh their powers uh respective powers manifest Wanda's uh hex powers um and Pietro's much more well defined super speed um he goes fast just he goes fast it's it's a lot more straightforward it's just what what do you do I'm Quicksilver I go fast um are you made of mercury no <laughs> Um, he also, uh, he also thinks much faster than a normal person, um, which one would think would put him on that coveted Marvel list of, uh, smartest characters in the Marvel universe that, uh, someone meticulously upkeeps. Um, but I guess thinking faster doesn't make your thoughts any better. Maybe he just has a different kind of intelligence. He he does. You know, he really does. Um and he uh he also heals faster. Um which I think is just a given for like a lot of superheroes anyways. That's something that you just kind of get for free with a lot of these. <laughs> um but uh the two of them uh get uh Rescued by Magneto after Wanda, uh, you know, uh, is accused of being a witch by an angry mob, um, end up joining his Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, uh, don't really like it very much, aren't super attached to Magneto's whole, like, ideology, you know, yeah, his whole deal, um, Pietro gets very mad because, like, Toad and Mastermind keep saying shitty things to his sister. Um, A good thing to get mad about. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, like, it's very valid. Um, It is a little bit, like, Wanda can get mad about it herself, but, like, you know, he should also be mad. Um, Everybody should be mad. Everybody should be mad about uh, men saying shitty things to women. Why doesn't Um, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants have an HR department? (laughs) Oh, sorry, an MR department. Yeah, exactly, thank you. You try to tell Magneto he should have an HR department, and he's like, absolutely not. Humans deserve no resources. (laughs) Mutants, Um, however. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, Magneto ends up, uh, being kidnapped, uh, by a being called the Stranger, um... And the twins are like, so, I think we're done here. Um, and, uh, end up, uh, joining the Avengers. Um, deciding to join the Avengers, uh, specifically to kind of, like, uh, improve their image, um, and not wanting to join- Like, first of all, I think joining the X-Men would have been a bad choice anyways, because they, like, fought the X-Men a bunch of times. Um, and it would have been, like, not that there's no precedent for it, but it would have been a little awkward. Um. And also then you'd have to fight Magneto if he comes back. Yeah, which is very awkward for sure. It's like, wait, didn't you owe me a life debt? Yeah, but then you got kidnapped, so... Yeah, you got kidnapped, and we did, like, a bunch of stuff for you. Like, I feel like we're square. Um, but, uh, the Avengers have way better PR, so they're like, let's go with them. Um, 
write the Avengers a letter. I know we already mentioned this, but it's so cute. <laughs> they just write a letter that's like, Dear Avengers, I heard you want new members. Please let us, the Maximoffs, onto your team. Thank you. Um, and, uh, join the, uh, second kind of iteration of the Avengers, which consists of them, uh, Captain America, and Hawkeye, who, uh, is also a reformed villain at this point. Or at, like, any point, but he's, like, been an Avenger for so long now that it's, like, I mean, it barely counts anymore. Clint has made so many bad decisions. One of them just happened to be becoming a bad guy to help a pretty woman that he did not know at all. Yeah, I think, honestly, like, the period of Clint's life where he was, like, a, a petty supervillain is, like, one, like, not even, like, top five terrible Clint decisions at this point. Um, god, I love him. Uh, but, uh, this team... Which is referred to as, uh, Cap's Kooky Quartet, which is, like, <sighs> such a Stan Lee phrase. Yup. Uh, um... I don't think I like it, though. I... I'm not sure I like it either. Um, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's some tension. Uh, Quicksilver decides that, uh... He should be the leader. Um, okay. Yeah, like, which, like, okay, Pietro. Um, you shouldn't. I think this is, like, kind of the start of, uh, establishing him as, like, kind of an arrogant prick. Um, which, I say that, I say that with affection. I like Pietro. Um, but which gets developed more, uh, in x-factor uh later on um but like this is sort of like he clashes with steve a lot he clashes with clint a lot obviously yeah uh, i mean obviously look <laughs> at them um clint like has you know kind of a crush on wanda and pietro's like hey 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 Fucking touch my sister. You are a mess. I would never accept you into this family. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> my dad's Magneto, and you'd be less of an embarrassment than that. Even <laughs> though I don't know my dad's Magneto yet. Um, but, uh, they, uh, end up, uh rejoining with Magneto for a little bit, uh, when Wanda gets, like, shot on an Avengers mission, and Pietro's like, ah, 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 um, maybe Magneto will protect us, uh. At least Magneto can stop bullets. <laughs> that's for sure, that's the one thing Magneto can do for sure, um, but, uh, that, uh, doesn't last super long because they're both like, oh yeah, right, Magneto kind of sucks. <laughs> um, and, uh, they, uh, rejoin back up with the Avengers, um, after, uh, Wanda gets kidnapped by Archon, um, and Pietro has to be like, Avengers, we, uh, please help save my sister. <laughs> um, but, uh, 
while um while they're on the Avengers again, um Pietro meets uh the inhuman uh Crystal, um who was initially introduced in the Fantastic Four. She was one of like the first inhumans introduced. Um the inhumans are like a uh a group of like humans that were like experimented on by the Kree um and have sort of founded their own uh society um and they some of them have powers which they get from this substance called uh terrigen mist that like causes in certain inhumans like the a uh, superpower gene to inactivate um and uh crystal is uh one of them she's a member of the royal family her uh sister is the queen um and she showed up in the fantastic four when uh they first uh stanley and jack kirby first introduced the inhumans and uh she dated johnny storm for a while um which crystal i got to say this is not <laughs> This is not ideal taste in men. <laughs> um, but, uh, the Inhumans are, uh, helping out the Avengers, uh, fighting some Sentinels. Um, Pietro gets injured, uh, and Crystal helps, like, nurse him back to health. Um, and, uh, they fall in love and eventually get married. Um, Crystal's powers are, like, she can like basically like the avatar like she can like psychically control earth water air and fire um nice yeah it's pretty cool um they uh the two of them end up uh having a uh having a daughter um who i think is mostly uh raised in the, uh, inhuman, like, home city of, uh, Adelan. Um, but they have a daughter. Her name is Luna. Uh, the mutant gene and the inhuman gene cancel each other out, and she's just normal. Um. Good for her. You know what? It's, it's for the best. She's not, she's not normal for long, but, you know, uh... Oh. Well... It, yeah, th such such is life. Um, she is, uh... I think she's, like, introduced... She's, like, the first and possibly only child that has ever been, like, you know, born to, uh, an, a mutant and an inhuman. Um... That seems which is, really... Like, not that surprising. <laughs> I, just... I mean... Why would this be the only time that it happens? <laughs> I, there's not, like, that many of them. And, like, the Inhumans are kind of in space a lot of the time. Oh, that is fair. I mean, the X-Men go to space sometimes. Kitty was in space for the a while. The X-Men do go to space sometimes. I think a combination of, like, not huge populations of either of them, not always in the same place and also um a lot of them don't have lifestyles that like lend themselves well <laughs> to raising children 
Yeah, that hasn't stopped a lot of superheroes. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, uh, the existence of, uh, Luna, I think, um, is, like, partly what kind of, uh, encourages Magneto to, like, reach out to Pietro and Wanda and try and kind of, you know, connect with them as his children. I, and to sort of, like, I think this happens, like, not too long after, um, they, uh, discover, uh, or maybe, like, shortly, it's around the same time that, uh, you know, Luna is born that, like, Pietro and Wanda discover, uh, Magneto's their dad, and Magneto discovers that they're his kids. Um, and, uh, knowing he has a granddaughter does inspire Magneto, one, to try and connect with Pietro and Wanda, which doesn't, like, necessarily go great, uh, <laughs> because of, you know, all of, uh, the crimes he's done and, uh, the way he hasn't, like, super supported them, um, and, uh, but, you know, he's, he's trying. And also, like, it's sort of, uh, knowing he has kids and a granddaughter does, like, get Magneto to be kind of like, all right, I'm gonna turn my life around. <laughs> I'm gonna be less evil. Here I go. <laughs> um, so, uh, Pietro, uh, Pietro, uh, deals with some stuff. Uh, Crystal ends up, uh, during the, uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch miniseries that's about, like, uh, Wanda's relationship with Vision. Um, Crystal has an affair with just, like, a regular guy, just, like, a, like, a real estate agent. His name is, like, friggin', like, like, Ned Johnson or something. Um, Norm, Norm Webster. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I think later on, um, it's like, oh, she was, like, uh, uh, being, like, mind-controlled by some supervillain, uh, which, it's like, okay. Um. We can't blame supervillains for all of our problems. Uh. Well, it's comics, so apparently we can. What, they can't just go to couples therapy? <laughs> no, it's fine. It was a supervillain, so you don't need to worry about it. Uh, it was, like, that, and then also, like, uh, Quicksilver kind of, like, uh, has a, uh, has a breakdown after it and, like, tries to, like, uh, frame, uh, frame the Avengers for treason. Um... And then makes himself a team of, uh, like, uh, life model decoys. Um, uh, and then this is also, like, oh, he was also mind-controlled into having a breakdown. Um, but, uh, he, uh, he chills out because, uh, Wanda has, uh, Wanda gives birth to her, uh, her twin sons, um, who she makes with magic, um, and Vision's like, Pietro, look at your nephews! And he's like, oh, I love them. <laughs> I should chill out. Oh, hey. Huh. 
Brainwashing gone? Wow. Power of a baby. Which, Incredible. Uh, kind of speaking of, if you hear talking in the background, my mom's on a uh, video call with her grandson, so if you hear any weird noises. That's, uh, that's fine. Um, he, uh, he joins, uh, X Factor, um, which is, uh, an X-Men spin-off, te- like, a government-sponsored X-Men spin-off team. Um, he's one of the, uh, the regulars in the first volume of X-Factor in the 90s, um, written by, uh, Peter David, um, where he, uh, he kind of, uh, he did a lot to kind of, like, establish Quicksilver's personality as it's, like, known today, which is, like, being kind of a bastard. Um. But just kinda. Just kinda. He's, like, kind of, you know, like, quick-tempered and full of himself, and, uh, Peter David said he, like, based that off of, like, uh, a quote he had in, uh, an issue of Spider-Man, I think, that he, uh, showed up in, um, where, or maybe this, um, but he, like, described it as, uh, have you ever stood in line at a banking machine, a banking machine, (laughs) um, behind a person who didn't know how to use it? Now imagine that everywhere you, everyone you work with, everywhere you go, your entire world is filled with people who can't work cash machines. Um, it does make sense so, if he's, like, going faster and thinking faster than everybody around him. It's just like, yes. come on. Yeah. So that was the conceit um, that Peter David kind of put into Quicksilver, is that uh, he's constantly waiting in line behind someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Um, and he's really mad about it. Uh, he just wants to go fast. God, he wants to go fast so bad. Um, Quicksilver lives in a world filled with people who don't know how to use cash machines and want to know all the ways to send packages to Africa and can never get your order right in the Burger King unless you repeat it several times. That would tend to that would tend to make you feel very superior to everyone and very impatient with everyone. And like, honestly, to be fair, that is sort of my idea of hell. So. <laughs> I can I can forgive Quicksilver definitely some of being a bastard. Just um, constantly frustrated with everything around him. God. Um He's gotta hang out with his nephew. <laughs> just freaking just guys, just bond. Just bond about that and chill out. Um he uh so we talked about uh with uh with Wanda, we talked about House of M, where, uh, Wanda gets, uh, sort of possessed, um... Just a and, little. Uh, just a little, and a bunch of the Avengers and X-Men have a meeting to, uh, discuss if Wanda is literally too dangerous to be alive, um, and Pietro goes, Wanda, I have a great idea, these people want to kill you, 
and I love you and you're my sister and I don't want anything to happen to you, so why don't you use your powers to make a new reality where mutants are in charge and everything's fine? Um, and Wanda, who's still not in a great place during this, is like, okay, I need somebody to tell me what to do. Um, and she does that. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I mean, it goes fine for some people. Um, <laughs> but a, um, a few people who remember that this is not actually what reality is, uh, go on a quest to, uh, return it to normal. Um, and, uh, Magneto kills Pietro when he realizes what happens, um, because he's mad at him for, like, uh, well, one, because this, like, messed with, uh, Magneto's mind and memory of what the world was, and he doesn't like that, um, and also because he sees it as, like, like a, an abuse of, like, what Magneto wanted, uh, for the world, um, it's fine, he doesn't stay, uh, he doesn't stay dead, uh, because seeing, uh, Magneto kill Pietro, uh, makes Wanda more upset, <laughs> unsurprisingly, um, and, uh, brings him back to life, um, and also takes away his powers, uh, by, uh, depowering almost all the mutants in the world. Um, she didn't do this specifically, uh, to take away Pietro's powers. She just didn't, she wanted no more mutants. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Pietro loses his powers. Uh, he's not happy about it. Um, he ends up, uh, going, uh, and, like, exposing himself to the, uh, the Terrigen Mist, the substance that, uh, gives the Inhumans their powers, um, and, uh, also, uh, putting Terrigen, uh, crystals into his body, um, and I don't, I don't, I don't know a lot about Inhumans, I'm not sure actually what Terrigen crystals are, but it seems like probably you shouldn't just be sticking them into yourself, um, is my professional diagnosis. Um, but, uh, the Terrigen Mists are, uh, toxic to people who, uh, are not inhumans. Um, although Pietro survives, um, and is like, we can use this to give mutants back their powers. Some of them will die, but some of them will get their powers back. Uh, and it's like, oh, oh, no, buddy. <laughs> Come on. Um, he, uh, he does, uh, survive this, and his, like, powers are kind of, uh, enhanced, and they become more of, like, a time-jumping thing, where he can, like, basically teleport by, like, s like, somehow, like, traveling into the future, um, and then... Traveling back to the present, but in a different place. Um, which I, okay. Um, and, uh, 
he also uh, exposes his daughter to these mists, uh, which seems like a terrible idea, um, but it gives her the ability to, like, uh, see people's emotions as colors, pretty much, um, which, like, later develops into her being, like, a full-fledged empath and being able to kind of, like, influence people's emotions, uh, in addition to that. Um, uh, the Inhumans aren't happy with him for any of this, um, Understandably. and neither else. Yeah, um, Crystal, uh, officially divorces him, um, and, uh, Richter, another, uh, X-Factor member, ends up, uh, taking, uh, taking the crystals out of his body, um, and, uh, depowering him again. Although, he just, like, gets them back through, like, sheer force of will. Like, he's, like, arrested, um, and then he, like, sees a woman in danger, and he's like, I want to rescue her. And then he just gets super speed again? Um... Okay. Which, it's fine, fine. Um, he, uh, later on, he pretends, he pretends that it was a scroll pretending to be him that did all of this. Um, which, honest, if you live in a universe where there are shape-shifting aliens that regularly pretend to be people and, like, do whack shit, and then, like, later on it's like, oh, that was a scroll. Like, I would probably use that, too. Um, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, like, super sorry that, uh, I said that to you at that party. Actually, that, uh, that was a, there was a scroll pretending to be me for a while. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't, don't worry about it. Um, but, uh, he, uh, spends a lot of time, uh, looking for Wanda, who kind of has, you know, uh, fucked off after everything went so, so bad, um, because of the things people were telling her to do with her powers. Um, for a while, uh, Loki is pretending to be Wanda, um, and he rejoins the Avengers because he's like, oh, Wanda's there. Um, and then he finds out that it's Loki. And he's understandably pretty mad about that. Um, does, uh, does torture Loki to try and find out where Wanda is, which you shouldn't do. Um, and then Loki's like, Thor, 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 help, Thor, this man's being mean to me. Um, and then, uh, Thor comes and, uh, beats the shit out of Pietro, presumably while Loki is behind him making, like, the cat face emoji. Um. <laughs> Ugh, what a terrible child. The worst. Um, he, uh, he helps out, uh, Hercules and Amadeus Cho, um, fight the, uh, Olympus group, which is just fun because I love Amadeus Cho. Um. <laughs> notoriously. Um. And, uh, ends up, uh, eventually, uh, tracking down Wanda with the help of his, uh, reincarnated nephews, the Young Avengers, uh, Wiccan and Speed. Um, whole lot 
boy, just a whole lot of weirdness in the Maximoff family tree. Yep. Um, yep, uh, but he, uh, he does, uh, he does find Wanda and, uh, is, you know, pretty, uh, pretty happy to be reunited with her, obviously. Um, he, uh, helps, uh, he teaches at, uh, Avengers Academy, um, gets blackmailed by one of the students because they find out that he was lying about a scroll doing the stuff. <laughs> the bad stuff that he did, um, which I fully, I support this teen, um. Call out your teachers. Absolutely. Um, he, uh, mentors Julie Power, which I love, that's cute. Um, he does end up eventually admitting that it was not a scroll who did that, it was him, um, which, you know, gets him in trouble, um. But it does make his daughter respect him again, after she was kind of upset that he lied about, uh, a scroll doing the stuff that he did. Uh, they, uh, find out that Magneto isn't really their father, in a very coincident, like, weirdly coincidentally timed, uh, moment. Um, they, uh, Wanda, uh... Wanda and Pietro, uh, they get into a fight during Civil War II, um, because, uh, Pietro thinks that, uh, you know, profiling people is, uh, a little uncomfy, and Wanda's like, well, we fucked up a lot of stuff, and maybe somebody could have prevented all of the stuff that we fucked up. Uh, so they, uh, end up, uh, on different sides of this conflict for a little bit. Uh, Wanda does get mad at Pietro for constantly, like, trying to control what she does, which is fair. Um, but, uh, they end up, uh, they end up reconciling because, uh, you know, they've been, they've been through a lot. They've been through worse than this. Uh, he, uh, recently, uh, seemingly died during, uh, Avengers No Surrender, but, uh, he just got stuck in an alternate dimension, and he's, uh, he came back and he's fine. So, you know, it's happened to the best of us. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of fun, weird stuff. Um... I like, I like Pietro, I like, uh, you know, I like speedsters in general, um, and, uh, I think his, his relationship with Wanda is, uh, is cool and interesting when it's not just, like, uh, you know. Yeah. Pietro making decisions and Wanda not having any input in them. Um, but, um, I like speedsters. And I like bastards. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, did you have, uh, anything to add or anything else to discuss? I don't think so. I don't know a lot about Pietro because he was never my favorite. I mean, I do, 
Okay, I did want to say I love the part in Young Avengers where he does fully just, like, kidnap Billy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's Magneto. <laughs> yeah, I think he's my grandpa. Yeah, I think he's my dad. What? He's ter- why? He's Magneto! Stop trying to work with Magneto! I've done that before! Uh, I do- I do wish his hair wasn't so stupid so much of the time. They he has, did make some costumes where his hair was not like that. Yeah, no, sometimes it's fine. It's just sometimes it's just very bad looking, and I hate it. Sometimes he has, like, antenna. Yeah, and that should not be. <laughs> classic Magneto. Classic Magneto. Classic Quicksilver is, like most classic superhero costumes, wild. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> um, I did, um, there were two, uh, two comics, uh, related things that came up recently that, uh, I have been meaning to bring up and I keep forgetting. One is, uh, uh, Denny O'Neill, uh, passed away a few weeks ago, um, which, uh, was very sad, um, worked on a lot of comics was, uh, probably best known for, uh, his work on Batman, uh, in the 70s, um, along with Neil Adams, which kind of set the darker tone for Batman, like, going forward, uh, into, uh, probably the rest of time. Um, but... He did a lot of other, uh, you know, significant comics. Um, it's very sad. R.I.P. Um, and I also wanted to say, uh, just because it's, like, very cool, we, uh, posted about this in the Discord when it first happened, um, but Jerry Conway, uh, the, uh, one of the creators of The Punisher, um, got so fed up, um, with, like, the Punisher skull <laughs> being, like, used by, like, cops and stuff when, like, the Punisher specifically, like, is the Punisher because of a failure of the justice system that he made, like, a bunch of, like, uh, shirt designs featuring, like, the Punisher skull and, like, various Black Lives Matter slogans. Um, and selling them for charity. Um, I think he's still, they're still on sale. Um. Probably. I wonder if, because I think originally it was three designs by three different artists, but by the time that I looked, there was that other one. So I don't know if he's adding more. Let me look that up real quick. Yeah. Um, I am, I am just glad, I'm just very glad that this is happening, especially when, like, uh... Disney was like, oh, we can't do anything about people using the Punisher skull. Um, it was, like, it was very cool that, uh, Jerry Conway was like, no, I don't want this symbol associated with this, and it's not what this stands for, and if you won't stop using it, I'm just gonna associate it, uh, with better stuff. Holy shit. 
There's a bunch of these now. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me count. There's... Wait, I don't need to count. They're they're numbered. There's 26. Amazing. There are 26. Holy shit. And I think they're all designed by different artists. Dang. Thanks, Jerry Conway. Not even like, oh, I'm going to stop at three. But like, you want to design a Black Lives Matter school? Here you go. <laughs> Everybody gets a Black Lives Matter skull. Um, Some of these are pretty rad. Oh, looking at these... Yeah, actually, I didn't, like, the first few that I saw, I, like, wasn't a huge fan of, just visually, um, but some of these are pretty cool, um, ah, hell yeah, this one's got, like, a, like, a tiger skull or something, um, anyways, oh, so there's, uh, like, a, uh, week left, uh, on this official fundraiser it looks like so if you want to check one of those out uh you should go for it um and also you know if you don't want to buy a shirt but you still have that money kicking around um you should donate it to some uh organizations that are you know organizations that are uh helping black americans or uh like gofundmes or bail funds, or... Olivia, the one that you were looking at? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The creator of this art is Brianna Maurice, and then, quote, I'm a 17-year-old LGBTQ plus black artist. I have plans of going into the animation industry. You can see more of my art on Instagram. I am about... And their at is the potato artist. With an underscore at the bottom for their Instagram. And now I'm gonna go look at it because one, very good handle. Two, 17. Oh my gosh. I'm so proud of you, potato artist. Dang, this is good art. Thank you, Jerry Conway, for letting me follow this cool artist. <laughs> yeah, look at look at these d- d- windows you're opening for us. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, check that out. Uh, comics are starting to come back. Uh, so maybe I'll have some actual comics to talk about next week. Who knows? Uh, it's, it's a, it's a strange time out there. Um, but I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, if you want to, uh, keep up with us, you can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can uh, join our Discord server where we post things like this cool fundraiser, um, along with many other things, uh, clearly. Um, you can uh, support us on Patreon uh, if you're so inclined. We put out a uh, Pride Month episode where we talked about some of our favorite, uh, LGBT comics characters, uh, definitely went on some tangents, <laughs> uh, but if you want to hear us talk about that, and you want to check us out on Patreon, uh, go for it. Um, if you want to tell a friend about the show, if you want to leave a rating and review, we appreciate those, um, and we just appreciate you, uh, coming back and and listening um so thank you for joining us 
on this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And, as always, work on, you know, stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That was really lackluster. I'm sorry. Attack and dethrone God. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's what, that's the energy of 2020. (laughs) Attack and dethrone God.